Hey, what's going on, guys? We did it. Episode two of Out of Phase Podcast is here. We're here. Um, you can follow us on Twitter, Out of Phase Pod. Um, it doesn't exist yet, actually, if you're watching this. But if you're listening to this, Donnie will have, have a Twitter made, and it'll be great. I'm Alan. I'm here with Donnie. Donnie, how are you doing this week? I'm doing good, man. Um, uh, it's already been a long week, and it's only Monday. So it's good to be here and to talk. Well, I mean, it's not just been Monday. It's been since Monday, really. Yeah, it's been a whole week. It's been a week. It's <laughs> been it, a week. Oh, it has been a week. Yeah. Um, and it, it's weird. There, there's, I don't know. We, we talked a lot last podcast about um, MCU stuff. We talked a lot about Marvel stuff. Um, and, you know, I, I do kind of want to get back into that. We talked about things that we were going to talk about this week. And we're totally going to skip over a lot of that stuff because um, we're all over the place. But had you seen any movies this week? Uh, I do want to. I do want to ask you that. Uh, I didn't. Um, I always. Ha- I have this like ongoing list of movies that I want to watch uh, and rewatch. You know, actually, I did. <laughs> it's funny you ask. I watched Infinity War again this week in preparation <laughs> of uh, of April twenty sixth. Um, but uh, that's all I watched this week. That's all I got. Um, okay, there you go. I uh, did you watch it, something? It, n- well. I uh, did not watch a movie, but in the same universe. And I mean, I know we talked about it last week, uh, but I did finally finish Punisher. And I'm so upset at how. Tell me why. Like, okay, no spoilers, or I'll try to be, you know. The show's been out for. I mean, I guess this is a new season, it just came out, but you've had time. Yeah, so, they've had time. Um, like, there were some episodes in there that just didn't need to be in there. It was definitely filler. It was, it was um, you know. Sp- Five episodes of of content stretched out into fifteen episodes, um, and that was that was a little upsetting to me. Like I, I don't know. I I I was super stoked on episode or season one. I almost binged it, Donnie. I almost binged oh, it. Like in one day. That's a lot of TV. That's like fifty yeah, minute episodes, right? Yeah, they're long. Um, but it's you know there are th- that was an issue uh, with with a lot of season ones of these shows. Um, and like if you noticed Daredevil was shorter this season because they were like, why are you putting out 12 to 15 episodes when you can fit this in eight? Like, quit giving us extra material. I don't, I've always looked at it from the standpoint of like, hey, in real life, if this was if there was really a Punisher, there would be days whenever he was hiding out in a trailer in a junkyard and not doing anything. So it doesn't bother me as much. Um, there you probably are have to go to work. It goes yeah, like yeah. the grocery store. You gotta know, do post stuff. office, got to run errands, got to, you know, yeah, you, you, you have to do stuff like there should be scenes of him, like filling up his car. At the gas, <laughs> like at the, at the gas station. That never happens. That never I happens. Know, every car is on full tank in, in any cinematic universe ever. Um, and I mean, the, I don't, the characters were a little, I don't know, the lackluster. Is that, is that the, is jigsaw? They were. Um, coming in to, from season season one, he had his face smashed. I, okay, again, I know this isn't topical because it came out so long ago, but I'm behind. I'm behind. I'm not like Donnie who you know stays up all night finishing a, a, a series as soon as it comes out. Maybe he hasn't yeah. actually done that. Have you done that? No. Oh, dude, there's. I don't sleep a lot. Well, now that I have a kid too, I'm awake, like trying to hear him breathe and finish the Punisher at the same time. So it's. Nice so, are interesting now. So yeah, I'm a little behind, but I didn't understand at the time the outrage of this character whose again face was uh smashed into glass a whole bunch of times by a really big guy. Um and then he we come into season two and it's like, oh, he has a 
he got a little scratch on his face. He uh, he got in a fight with the yeah. cat, and it just didn't. The disappointment didn't stop. He was like, you know, running petty crimes, crying a lot, and at the end of the, uh, he ended up not being the main villain of that season. Which so you know, and I we I mentioned this a little bit before. Jigsaw should have been a like never ending character, like a background character, always kind of like Wilson Fisk in Daredevil, how he never really loses. Like he's always the big bad for Daredevil is oh, yeah. Lex Luthor. Same kind of thing. Yeah, absolutely. They don't actually ever lose. They just find ways to like, you know, disappear and then come back. Mm-hmm. That's what should have happened. I honestly think that Netflix knew that this wasn't going to continue to happen. So like, we need to find a way to kill these people off and, um, like we'll like stop their story anyway. And that way the Punisher can be the Punisher. That's what yeah. I think. Happened. And as disappointing as that is, you know, it, it, I was, I'm easy to please with a lot of this stuff. Like <laughs> yeah. it could be I mean, the worst thing ever. Yeah. And I'm still like, Oh, this is really fun. This is so cool. So I, I, I liked it, but I definitely see like, if you're looking at it from the aspect that Jigsaw was supposed to be, it should have been way bigger. He should have been way more intense. Um, yeah, and I don't think in the comics he was mentally broken either. Um, yeah, not like I'm not this. super super familiar with that. I do remember him being in um he's in one of the movies uh which we don't really talk about here. Uh but there are two there are there are two Punisher movies just like the Hulk movies. We don't acknowledge them. Uh yeah. you know, but he he was definitely one of those movies and played more of a, you know, a powerful um whether the writing was good or not, they, they did try to portray him in a way that was definitely not a puny guy living on the streets, robbing a check cashing place. <laughs> yeah, man. Oh, that's uh, your big it was, get. It was, you know, it's always reflection. I like, there's a lot of movies that I like in the moment when I look back and I go, wait, I, I was a little bit disappointed in that. And I am jigsaw. Wasn't that's why I think jigsaw wasn't the only villain of the season. That's why um, I forget the other guy's name. Uh, my wife calls him the preacher. I don't actually know. Uh, I think what John, what's his name? John. His name was John. Yeah. I think that's why they introduced him as well. They needed somebody that was a danger. Oh yeah. To the Punisher. And I liked, you know? I liked how that all wrapped up. Like that felt, it felt Me too. good. Um, I won't give a spoiler there. Cause that was like the big, uh, lead up to everything. Jigsaw right. being a trash character is not really a spoiler. Uh, <laughs> but the way John ended, I think, uh, you should, I, I do. It's weird because I didn't, I was disappointed. Um, but I still would recommend watching Punisher season one and two, especially with all the other Netflix Marvel content there is. I would rank it second to Daredevil. Um, yep. Personally, um, the the others are I could take or leave. Um, Absolutely. But yeah, that that's that's what I did with my week. Um, you know, it was pretty. Uh, yeah, that, that was kind of it. I need to get to the movies, and I know we talked about this last week. We talked about maybe, um, I don't know if it was on pod, or maybe I just thought this, uh, but going to see, um, is it Alita? Is that the, is that the movie? Yeah, Alita Battle Angel, I believe yeah. is what it's called. Dude, I don't know anything about it. I don't know the plot. Um, I just know that it looks so stunningly beautiful to me, like the CGI and stuff. And it's, you know, every time something comes out, CGI is better and better and better. But like the mechanics of the way the CGI moves and stuff looks like nothing I've ever seen before. Um, so, yeah, I'm super excited to eventually see that. It's one of those ones where like I say I'm going to see it and then I'm just going to end up waiting till it comes out 
you know, like on cable or Netflix and watch it. But I really, really, really want to cable? watch that one. I don't, I don't understand yeah. what you, what you mean. The C- Deadpool cable? 2 character. Cable? Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> he comes to your house and watches movies with you. I got you. I got you. He can travel through time. So after the movie comes out of theaters, I have to travel back in time to sit. The joke's over, I think. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we, uh, we needed cables to hold up that joke. Uh, hey, oh, that was, there we go. We're going to move on with that. Um, see, Aluminum Falcon in chat over here just said, and see, I feel bad for saying what I'm about to say, but he says Alita Battle Angel is great uh, and they freaking love it. I've, see, I was so stoked to see it. I loved, I loved kind of what, what I've seen in previews and reading synopsis and stuff, but there's some podcasts that uh, I listen to and I kind of respect people's opinions. They have a, they have not had nice things to say about it, which doesn't mean, you know, that doesn't, people can not like things and can like things all day. Like I, you know, right. I can't think of an example of things that I like that uh, aren't good because everything I like is good. I don't know. I don't know, Donnie. That's just, you know, how yeah, I am. Man, it's, it's, I always get so messed up. So, so leading into that. So like people saying that it's not good. Um, if I see something I like, even if people say it sucks, I'll, I'll go check it out and kind of make my own opinion, which I suggest everyone doing. And I, I think most people no. do. Um, but the problem Follow is my I opinion have, blindly. <laughs> I have this huge issue with like, Hey, let me check this out. My wife will want to go see a movie. And I'm like, rotten tomatoes as it was awful. So like, we're not going to go see that. Oh yeah. Um, that, and then I make that judgment call and it's wrong a lot. Yeah. It's wrong a lot. I only like using uh, rotten tomatoes. If it justifies my opinion. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like well, that's, it, that's what I'm getting at. I don't want to go see half the movies that my wife suggests we go see. Yeah. Um, so I'm like, Oh, right, let me just look up whatever the awful rotten tomato <laughs> score is. Oh yeah. <laughs> I mean that too. But like, I mean in an argument where, um, right. you know, someone's like, Oh, that movie wasn't that good. But like, well, rotten tomato said, or that movie was so good. I'm like, well, I don't know. I didn't like it. And rotten tomatoes also didn't like it. So I'm right. Uh, but I haven't used it to get out of seeing movies yet. I need to, uh, Man, I need to, I need to see like that movie. That's- Speaking of uh, Rotten Tomatoes, uh, and I know we're not just talking about Marvel um, tonight, but um, so I only read one article on this, um, but when I Googled it, a lot of articles came up. So I imagine they were all kind of in the same um, uh, opinion on everything. But so Captain Marvel had like a soft release in certain places and a bunch of people went to see it. Oh, really? I didn't realize yeah. that. And a lot of the trusted sources that I I like, you know, released unspoiler videos and unspoiler um, articles and stuff and said it was amazing. Um, but this article released saying that trolls went online and downvoted the early release of Captain Marvel, and it's currently sitting lowest movie in the Marvel Cinematic Universe of of current at twenty seven percent. What um can people do? Like they take just um average users on Rotten Tomatoes. They do that. It's not real. I- well, after the movie comes out, that. there's oh, yeah. a critic score and an audience score. But before the movie comes out, there's a want, want to see. To see. Yep. Yeah. 27%. Um, yeah, man. So out of I'm 47, like, almost 48,000. Wow. <laughs> that's So I'm wondering if it's trolls or if it really wasn't good. Yeah, some people on like 4chan got together and were like, hey, it's a woman. I don't like that. And downvoted. And it's like, hey, chill out. It's a superhero movie. But yeah, that, that's I, that's got to be what that is. I know, I know, man. But I did. Sorry, know, uh, sorry, everyone on 4chan. That's not a bad person. I'll, I'll be honest with you. I haven't. 
been super stoked on the trailers for that movie. My wife was like, oh, because it's a woman. I was like, well, no, because I'm like super excited on like the, the Black Widow movie they're going to make. I think it's awesome. And she's like, well, that's because it's Scarlett Johansson. Well, I had no idea they were making a Marvel movie and yet, or a, a Black Widow movie. And it's funny that you can't win that argument. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I've, got, I've got nothing on it. Um, but yeah, I, I, I'm going to see it. I, I am excited to see it. Um, I think what it is is that – and. I had read that they're they're doing a lot of this on purpose. Um, a lot of her personality didn't shine through, and yeah. like you know, like a lot of the MCU stuff. Like I don't think Iron Man's famous. I think Tony Stark is famous, and like oh, absolutely, Thor, the, like Thor, Thor three did so well, not because the action was because like the dialogue was funny, and like I think the characters like coming through is a huge thing. So the fact that like she doesn't say much or do anything in the trailers makes me feel like oh. Yeah, especially this far into the um, the MCU, she definitely has, it seems, again, I've only seen trailers, and this is the new, um, I mean, since Ant-Man, this is the newest, um, I guess Spider-Man. Man, I don't, I don't know anything about MCU, never mind, I'm not even going to try to say what I was going to say, but what I will say is she has the smallest, like, personality. Like, everyone yeah. has giant personalities, maybe not at the beginning of MCU, because you think of uh, the first Thor, and, like, even the first Captain America. Even right. the first Avengers um, yeah. to go that far. A lot of them don't have that, um, I don't know, their, their char- characteristic personalities that they have now. They're super big, over the top. Um, For sure. Even, even Doctor Strange, you know, this I, supposed to be like super serious character, has a big personality. I, don't, I, yeah. I definitely don't feel that with Captain Marvel either. Or, yeah, so I, I'm I interested to see. Will. Yeah, I, th- I think maybe she will. I think it'll open up. And some of it, like really, like Black Panther, um, that character doesn't really, he's one of the ones that doesn't have a huge personality, but he's also surrounded by characters like his his sister, whose name is escaping me right now um, in the movie. And um, so that character helps, you know, boost him up. And there's a lot of funny interaction between the two. But, you know, in, in, in Captain Marvel, it's going to like, oh, Nick Fury is the person that we've seen in every Marvel movie ever you're going to be interacting with. Fun. It'll be good. I'm excited to see it, and I'm sure I'm underplaying it. But, like, I saw the Rotten Tomato score, which I tend to trust when I shouldn't, and I went, oh, I guess I'm not seeing this movie, which I'm going to see because I see all of them. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm excited for it. But I just thought that was interesting, the, the Rotten yeah, Tomatoes that, score. That, you're uh, talking about rating the Netflix movies, and then I was like, oh, well, you know, this, this one's got 27%. So uh, hopefully the future isn't as bleak as that, that um, score is. So absolutely. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited for it. things. Um, yeah, me too. And I mean, when, when does that movie officially launch? Isn't it next month? Uh, March 8th. It's March 8th. Soon. Oh, that is yeah. really soon. Yeah. Hey, we should uh, we take a little mandate, go see that for the pod. You know, I would and love that. Do we can have a whole episode on it. Yeah, we can, Absolutely. Because uh, I guess that's all we actually talk about, um, yeah. which is funny. And yeah, I was uh, Shuri is the name of the sister, by the way. That's thanks, right. Thanks, Shuri. Google. And also thanks, Aluminum Falcon 9 in chat. If you're listening to this on one of the many places um, that our podcast is now being distributed, hopefully by the time this is out, it will be distributed everywhere. But at the moment, it is uh, Google, Spotify, and Anchor. Uh, right. If you're listening there, we do stream the podcast at uh, twitch.tv slash pod. If you want to get in on the conversation, while it's happening. Um, anyways, um, like I was saying, a lot of things kind of happen this week. It's, it's, I don't know. It's hard to, it's hard to structure things. It's hard to like get things together. And I mean, it's only mm-hmm. episode two. We'll figure it out. Uh, and maybe, you know, nine months in this will only turn into a Marvel podcast, but I'm, I'm <laughs> into it. 
just as long as I'm here to, um, you know, have a conversation with you, man. Absolutely. <laughs> man. The problem is, is like, I kind of feel like a wealth of knowledge. No, I'm just kidding. But the only thing that I know about is like, I can play like a couple of chords on the guitar and I know about Marvel movies. And that's the problem. <laughs> that's problem. Uh, well, what I will say is you didn't know um, Black Panther's sister's name and Aluminum Falcon and chat did. So maybe next week, ep- next week's episode will actually be with Aluminum Falcon and we'll, we'll be parting ways with Donnie early on. You know, sometimes it happens. You know what happened with the Beatles? They only released a couple albums. They were great when they, when they... He can have a key to my house and my, my podcast room is yours. Come take it. Um, I'll pass on the belt. It's been a good, it's been a good long, hard road, um, but I'm proud of what we've done. Gosh, uh, I'm just kidding, Donnie. We're not going to get rid of you. Because, uh, I mean, this whole podcast was uh, your idea to begin with. So, you know. Well, Technically, it kind of stemmed from hunger, but that's something we can talk about later. Frozen pizza <laughs> is a good. Okay, so I I named this episode on Twitch uh, origin stories. I don't know if we want to get into that. Maybe we'll wrap up the episode with how dumb of an idea that was, or maybe it'll be one of those things where we just talk about briefly. We'll talk about frozen pizza and like how the podcast started, like for like thirty seconds in every podcast for years. And we'll never actually get to it. We'll be like, oh, yeah, and we'll talk about it next. But anyways, let's talk about this thing now. And we'll just never actually talk about, about leaving people hanging on the edge and just not <laughs> just not telling them or let people guess. Yeah, so that'll be the uh, that'll be the hot goss. Oh, hot <laughs> goss. Those are the worst two words in the English language to put together. No, that's oh. my that's my Ryan Gosling podcast. What are you talking about? Hot goss. Oh, I hate it. It makes the hair on my entire body stand up. That's a lot. <laughs> Donnie's a hairy guy. I know on the podcast you can't uh, you can't see it, but he's a he's a pretty hairy guy. Oh, TOS <laughs> TOS terms of service over on the uh, the stream. Please don't do that. No, nope, um, not doing. That. <laughs> gosh. Okay, so I don't know how much you follow up with like uh, video game news and stuff like that, uh, Donnie. Also, um, listeners out there. There's a weird thing where sometimes I call Donnie James. I don't know if, 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 uh, you know, that, that might just happen. Um, don't yeah. ask why. <laughs> don't that ask happened. why. I'm just saying it'll happen. And I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm prefacing it now because I almost just did it. Uh, oh, and I fought so hard to not call you James. I appreciate um, it, but you can. Uh, it's just like when I get serious, I want to call you like a one syllable, not five year old's name. <laughs> Donnie, Do, to be called Donnie, you have to be like seven or seventy. <laughs> my, my grandfather. It's funny you say that. My his name is Don, who I'm named after. Yeah, uh, and people are calling him Donnie again. Yeah, you, got, you come around. You come around on it for sure. I think it's really funny. Wow. <laughs> that was uh, that was on the nose. That was it. it yeah, yeah. Get it off. So no, yeah, I don't. I don't, I don't keep up. Um, I try to keep up with some of the video game news. Um, the stuff that usually crosses my desk, as it were, um, is is a lot of the popular stuff. You know, like Apex was was huge. Uh, whenever Far Cry out. Five, Far Cry Five. Uh, I think I'm the only person still playing that game ever. But he's a dad, uh, guys. He's a dad. He doesn't have time to you know sink countless hours into you know these new new games. So, um, yep, it's true. He plays awful ones like Far Cry Five. <laughs> <laughs> it's not awful. It's really fun. I convinced three other people to buy yeah. that game with me thinking that it was a multiplayer game 
turns out it's only a two person player. Max. Oh, it's like a co-op. Yeah, it's a co-op, and I did, I thought co-op meant everyone's cooperative with one another, and it's no, only two people. So everyone dumb. in the group was mad, and um, they also played it for a day, and they're like, "Hey, this is stupid." And I think yeah. I'll play it alone. And then went back oh. to uh, to Fortnite. Where, everyone back to Fortnite. Yeah, I. Uh, that's a whole. No- I'm not even going to get into that. We're not going to get into that. We're not going to get into Fortnite and the uh, the plague that it has laid upon uh, us. Um, did you uh, did you play the new um, Far Cry Five? Is it a DLC? Is it a new game? Is it even Far Cry 5 or is it a new game completely? Far Cry oh. New Dawn? It's Fall, New Dawn. Uh, Far Cry Fallout 76? Is that, what, <laughs> is that what that's called? That's what it's called. Uh, spoiler alert for anyone playing uh, Far Cry 5. Um, I haven't finished it, but one hey, of... Hey, spoiler the- alert for anyone playing a game that came out a year ago. Yeah. <laughs> one of the outcomes of the game is a, like a nuclear holocaust. And Far Cry Five or Far Cry New Dawn picks up seventeen or seventy or I think seventeen years after that. And it's Which just seventeen doesn't seem like long enough, so maybe seventy. Google, what do you got yeah. for it? <laughs> it doesn't. It, it's seventeen. Uh, thank you, uh, Aluminum Falcon Chat. It's uh, seventeen years, uh, and it's supposed to be this whole new. Oh, seventy-six uh, years. Sorry. <laughs> is it really? No. Oh. Another another really bad another Fallout joke. Sh- 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 yes, continue. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, it uh, it's supposed to take place in this like post-apocalyptic world, uh, and the map on that game is gigantic. It's in a place called Hope County, uh, and then you know your 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 whatever the game is now. And I'm I'm not sure. It looks really cool. Um, it looks like a lot of fun. It's just like you build weapons and like you have like a weapon that shoots saw blades and stuff because there's not like no one's <laughs> Oh Jesus. That's what no one's mean. manufacturing bullets anymore. Yeah. <laughs> um, unless you're Eugene from The Walking Dead. Um, so uh, there's an unlimited there's okay, so think about think about this. Bullets are like tiny and like there should be like a lot of them. How are there that many saw blades that you can make a gun out of saw blades? They use way less metal than a than a saw blade too. Well, the, the idea is you shoot a bullet and it's done for, right? Oh, you, you can shoot the saw blade, blade again. Can, you can pry that from someone's skull and shoot it again. That's, that's true. This uh, this this uh, podcast may not be family friendly at all times. Disclaimer. Um, which I mean, maybe maybe that should be up front. Maybe not twenty minutes in. Whatever. Right. Um, I I actually heard pretty good things about new. Uh, we're calling it New Dawn. Let me find the actual name so I'm not just, you know, calling it the wrong thing the whole time. Yeah, Far Cry New Dawn. It's not even called Far Cry 5 New Dawn. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's, it's got like 7 out of 10 on Steam, which isn't, I mean, it's not a perfect score, but compared to recent Far Cry games, I feel like that's good. We'll, uh, we'll check that math here in a second. It's got like 90% of people on Google like it, so it's doing pretty good. But there's a weird thing where it's a full-price game, and they're like heavily pushing microtransactions in the game on top of it, which yeah, I yeah. feels pretty, uh, I don't know. It, that's pretty seedy, I think. Yeah. So, so far cry five had, um, a lot of DLC. Uh, there was one called the Mars DLC. Uh, and I played it and was really excited about it and you had to buy it. Yeah. And then once you're in the game, there's a lot of microtransacts. Hey, you want this gun? Hey, you want this helmet. Hey, you want this and that. And I was like, Oh man, I already bought the game. And now I don't have any of the stuff that comes with the game. I was really bummed out about that. Yeah. Uh, yeah so I don't, I don't I, know how New Dawn's going to be, but yeah. Apparently, it's even worse. Um, 
Also, Far Cry Five has a six out of ten on Steam, so it's not uh, New Dawn's not doing that much better, but it is it is it is doing better. Um, I don't know; it's just weird. You can't be both. I think you can't um, be be a game that that is full price because I mean DLC is not anything new, and um, right. releasing incomplete games is not anything new. I mean, there was one a a, a time not too far um, ago, far ago, Far Cry Five ago. Um, <laughs> Where oh, he you, said the thing. <laughs> where you used to be able to buy a game. I mean, maybe actually it is a long time ago and we're just old people. Um, where you could buy a game. Yeah, I'm, I'm talking this sentence out of my head. I'm going to sound like an old person. You, t- you took a game. You took your cartridge. You took your cassette tape. And you put it into the console. And then you had. <laughs> you had the game. You just had it. That was it. There was developers making games. They were like, oh, I want the full thing. Here it is. Here's the thing I worked on for years, a decade at, at some point. And then you just put it in and you played it. You got a well, ton of hours out of it. And right. that, that was kind of it. And that was, you know, that wasn't too long ago. The ex- first Xbox didn't come out that long ago. Don't you just miss that? And yeah, well, see, maybe you can explain this to me. So oh, I will. What exactly constitute a microtransaction is that anything you can buy in game oh a microtransaction donnie uh in the word micro you know being small in transaction being a transaction uh oh i no. know i know micro <laughs> uh, um, uh family friendly street uh podcast no. asking, i yeah. know that a lot of places get get heat for the whole microtransaction thing or a lot of games do and developers but far cry 5 for instance so when the game came out before any of the DLC content happened, um, you could play the game. And as you play, you get better armor and you get better weapons and you get upgrades to your character and all this stuff. And in order to do so, you have to complete missions and get money and then buy the weapons and buy the armor in the game, not real life money. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but if you wanted to, you had the option to put in a credit card number and buy bars of gold, which equals so much money in the game. So That's I'm your microtransaction. Paying- Okay, but are there games that have option like like see I had the option to like I would still pl- the game would play exactly the same if I wouldn't have bought anything. Yeah, but, but are there I, games I, where I, you have to buy things to play? No, but I I I, I again I've never pl- I haven't played Far Cry Five, but I played games similar to it where it makes grinding for some gear almost impossible. Oh, uh, to where like no real person has the time to you know grind out for that golden weapon or whatever they want. Uh, so they end up, you know, paying for this, um, paying for this. Um, yeah. and that's kind of what happened. Uh, one of the guns on far cry, and I promise I'll stop talking about that. It's called the alien repulse gun to where you shoot it at an enemy and they disintegrate into a pool of blood and dust. <laughs> um, I'd pay that, for that. Uh, I take everything I back. I said about my projections. I would pay for that. There's a gun. side mission where you Give find this crazy guy in a trailer park. And he wants to find aliens. And it, it took me like three days. Uh, <laughs> and finally, this guy gets abducted. And in return, they give you this gun. And I was like, I would have just spent the nine ninety nine and yeah. bought the gun instead of spending three days playing the side mission. That had nothing to do with the actual game. Yep. And a lot of people do that. I mean, it, it turns into another thing. Far Cry is not a great example. But if you, if you look at going back to um, Fortnite, the craze that has swept the nation, um, a lot of that is, oh, you don't have that skin. You're not cool. You're not cool right. if you have that, if you don't have this certain, you know, in-game dance. Uh, and, you know, kids go to school 
uh, I mean, it's definitely kids of a certain age. And I mean, when I played Fortnite out, I had spent some money on it. So it's not just kids, <laughs> but I'm sure in schools it becomes like a uh, a popularity contest with with games like that, and um, that's you know, man, what that's, pushes you to buy it. That's really interesting. Like I never until right now ever really considered the social side effects of like, hey, we're all playing the same thing, but you don't have this, so you're not cool. No, yeah. I never thought about that. That's interesting. Um, and especially with a game like Fortnite specifically is, I mean, in Far Cry 5, at least that gun that you bought gave you an advantage in the game. Right. I mean, it, nothing, I mean and that's a whole different thing, like pay to win kind of whatever is, right. is not good. But um, in, you know, you're spending money in Fortnite, and all you do is your character looks different. So yeah. it's like... Well, that's silly, and you, you know, you just, um, I, I don't know, there, there's some people that call it exploitation, um, like you're exploiting these kids, uh, but also it could be called bad parenting, <laughs> like <laughs> it, it, could, it could go either way, um, but it's if weird. My mom saw me making fun of another kid because he didn't have a video game thing I did, she would hit me in the mouth. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's that, but also like, would your mom ever give you her credit card to buy like a sticker that's not real? Oh. God, no, absolutely not. <laughs> yeah, that's what no I'm saying. Uh, well, so, you know, uh, it, it, it begs the question. <laughs> no, it doesn't. Uh, I'm curious. So do you think there's any correlation between these game developers having microtransactions in games? So if they didn't have that, they'd make less money. Do you think there's being able to make more money this way and develop games and and do more with with, with the, the game company. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, is there a correlation between that? Do you think if they cut out the microtransactions, they'd just be be done making cool stuff and they wouldn't make money? Like keeping up with the Joneses type thing? It, yeah. I um I mean I honestly don't know excuse me. Uh how Fortnite would make money without um microtransactions unless it was uh through I mean there's such a big game, there's such a I'm gonna keep using this game as an example because sure their transactions aren't pay to win. And I think, I think that's kind of important, um, even though, whatever. Um, but I think there's such a big game and such a big popularity where they can make money outside of the game itself, if that makes sense. Like they have ads, um, they have tournaments. They, they're, I th are they in eSport? Are they like, are they professional? There's gotta be, right? Like eSport, yeah, yeah. uh, Fortnite. Like they're making their revenue a whole bunch of other places and they're um also it's the kind of thing where like epic epic games is the one who makes Fortnite, so right. they also make other games that are paid so if you get enough people playing your game hopefully that turns into especially if you're on pc where you have to you have to download their launcher so you're downloading right. epic games launcher and then you see their other games and they're like the hope is okay let's you're gonna buy games you're gonna buy our other games because sure. you you saw what we did here. Um, so, well, see, that's short answer. Question. Yeah, I think they could make money elsewhere. Right, but that's so. For instance, uh, back when I was playing PlayStation One, one of my favorite games ever was Gran Turismo. This is before like my PS One wasn't connected to the internet. Uh, I bought that game, and everyone that bought that game played it, and they were done with it. Like. So is there a shelf life for a game that doesn't have microtransactions? Like this game only makes so much money and then it's done for forever. Like is, is that how that works outside of microtransactions? It, you know, it's, it's funny because I, I, I think so. Like I, I don't know where 
like CSGO, uh, Counter-Strike Global Offensive, which is a huge, um, huge uh, first-person shooter game that's been popular forever. But what I keep going back to is that that game was made by Valve, who makes Steam, which is the biggest online retailer of games just out there. Um, maybe right. that's maybe that's wrong, but I'm pretty sure that Steam is the biggest like um, marketplace, not retailer, sure. marketplace for games. So they're making money. They could still be making money elsewhere through their game, if that makes yeah. sense. It's gotcha. almost yeah, like, yeah, I mean, it's almost like, you know, the uh, you give out the first one for free kind of thing. Uh, right. it, it hopes that you make more on everything else. But yeah, I, I do think I do think some um, developers do it better than others. Right. Uh, at first, I would I would have said Overwatch was a good example of someone doing it right. But now we're almost three years into the game and uh, nothing's changed really. Um, and it, it doesn't doesn't feel like uh, they're giving the game the the kind of love that it, it deserves. So I don't See, know. That, I don't know how I feel about it. Honestly, I get, that's, I guess, does, does Overwatch have microtransactions? Loot boxes. Ah, that's right. See, that's my question. Like, if there's a game that people play online, like Overwatch, yeah. How does does who makes them Blizzard? Right, Blizzard. Yeah. How does Blizzard continue to put money and develop a game that everyone already owns and is already paid for? Yeah. But I guess they're still making money on it. Well, selling. they you know they have a they have an Overwatch League, so they have like a whole esports thing going on. Oh, yeah, they're absolutely. selling they're selling merchandise. There's there's I would they be making a lot less money? Probably, but I, I don't think the majority of their money comes from people buying loot boxes. You right. know what I mean? Right. Where, where's um, the majority of their money coming from? That's dang it, Donnie. You keep asking me questions that I'm having a real hard time answering. And uh, I'm gonna stop pretending like I know. Uh, okay, let's look at that. Let's look at that. I'm gonna, you know, ramble on as I Google Overwatch uh where they make most money is what I'm searching. <laughs> My <laughs> make thought all process money. is imagine imagine a restaurant that sells hamburgers, right? And you can I come gotcha. in and you can buy a hamburger, but you're only going to buy it once, okay. and then you leave and you don't come back. Yeah, like that's what that's what like when I used to buy Gran Turismo, that's what I did. I bought it one time, and then that company, that game franchise, never made any more money from me. I guess they released Gran Turismo two. Yeah, you know, I think I guess there's ways to continue to grow a franchise. Yeah, with with the game like like Overwatch, a game that you know, Gran Turismo might not be a good example because if it came out today, I don't think it would be a cultural phenomenon. Absolutely. Uh, and a lot of these games uh, are banking on being you know going viral, if you will. Right. Um, and I I think there's so many licensing opportunities, and there's so many different ways that they can bring in revenue. I'm saying all kinds of businessy words now, uh, <laughs> and um, that that they would make money without without um, loot boxes. Sure. I mean, they they sell a ton of accounts. I I bought the game three times, and I play it on three different accounts. <laughs> um, well, four times if you include me buying it on Xbox. So, wow. and I'm not. That's not um, you know uncommon. And then For again, sure. they're. Their esports league is making a ton of money in um, advertisement, like people paying to advertise on their. They were on ESPN for goodness' sake. Um, I know, man, that's crazy. So, yes, I do think games could it could make money without doing that, and I think I don't, it's not luck of the draw because um, I don't know. I think um, 
like, you know, Fallout 76, for instance. Um, that game is the same kind of thing where uh, they're, they're putting this game out there and hoping that it's going to have a shelf life of many, many years. I right. don't think it's going to do that. But um, a lot of their, you know, they have microtransactions in the game. And that's their whole, like, revenue system. Uh, and with a game maybe, like, yeah. I, well, sorry to interrupt you. I, I think maybe, because a lot of this stuff I, I, don't, I'm, I don't know a whole lot about, so I'm, I'm, I'm learning, which is fun. But the, the, maybe there should be a balance. Maybe you shouldn't release a game that solely is like, hey, here's some of a game. Now you have to buy the rest after you bought yeah. some of it. Um, what, like, and that was the whole like that's where it kind of started was right. you know like i said before at some point when you bought a game you had the game and right. then uh developers started selling incomplete games full price and then you know two months in you're like oh hey you want a little bit more 20 bucks oh hey you want a little bit more here's you know and releasing dlc that way but it, it's almost like the gaming industry has turned into like a service industry yeah. Instead of like a product and content creation, like you, you, you ask like how these things are making money, but like, you know, you buy a movie and you don't have to keep buying the movie. That's you know? a really good point. <laughs> you, like you bought the movie one time and now you have the movie and the movie still made money enough yeah. money for the, the, the producer, the production company to hear, hear me out to make another movie. And, and not yeah. get super rich in the process. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. And like, sure, you know, if, if and that, that's the other thing. If Blizzard was doing something with all their money that they're making with their microtransactions, if these companies were doing something with their money, that would feel okay. But I, I don't know. But to to kind of sum, sum that whole thing up, I'm, I don't like, and it, it seems like it's happening everywhere, but, but um, with, with every major developer with every major like platform, Microsoft, Sony, et cetera, where it is turning into this. Um, well, let's, let's see how we can turn our game into a service more than something to, you know, uh, right. <laughs> content. I don't, I don't know. It's a weird, it's definitely a weird time. And I'm interested to see where it goes. Like at some point you have to hit a breaking point, right? To where it turns into, I don't know, a Netflix subscription. <laughs> for, for you know, the and, and, play. And, and, and it's kind of a bummer because like the more you know the more we're talking about it the more it's kind of like video games are an art you know i mean the things there's people that sit behind computers or developers what'd you just say it's an art right? oh okay i thought you said it wasn't and i was like no. podcast over podcast <laughs> over no. donnie's no, out man. aluminum falcon 9 is in in. No man, it's a it's it's an art, and it almost seems that things like this dilute that art. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, and that's kind of a bummer to think about. Like, there's there's there you'd think, in my perspective, from somebody you know, an artist would would or developer would ramp up this huge release, and then you'd get to open your present Christmas Day, and you'd have your present. Not like, hey, here's your Christmas present. Hey, do you have any more money? You know, <laughs> what? Yeah, oh, I, already, I already got the thing that I wanted. Like, why isn't it all here? Oh, hey, so. grandma got me a Wii. Oh, but you gotta you gotta pay me to get all the cables for it. You gotta. You gotta <laughs> it's pay only the batteries. <laughs> you, you gotta pay more to yeah. yeah. I said Wii by the way. I've been doing this all week when I'm talking about the Switch, the Nintendo Switch. I've been calling it oh, like that is such like an old person thing to do, like calling hey, it. What's call, <laughs> Calling things the Seinfeld and then calling <laughs> the, the, the Nintendo Switch 
a wee. Like I can't. <laughs> I I don't. I don't know what's wrong with me. I don't know what's wrong with me. You're old, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah, I I don't know. I can't think of a good example right now, which is a super bummer, of the last game I bought and I just played it, and then that was it, and I enjoyed it, and then I moved on with my life. Like, you know, well, I'm no, I can't. I can't think of an example. But it's a game from 22 years ago, and we'll get into that in a little bit. Um, okay. But that doesn't that I mean a modern game that I like even even the new Zelda technically had DLC, which you know was fine. The game you don't have to buy it because the game is huge and has you know hundreds right. of hours. So maybe maybe that's a good example with Nintendo in general is how uh, I don't know um, to put it lightly or whatever. They're a very prideful company and they don't change with the times um enough it's sometimes to their you know detriment that can be a good thing sometimes man but yeah it could be a good time it could be a good thing but there's some like things they're they're doing um that that could definitely change but like the the type of video games they're putting out are still you know they're an entire game but i can't i can't think besides nintendo uh a game that's come out in the in recent years that is um you know a complete game and then you move on besides like indie developed games right which like, nobody nobody someone like myself may not have even had any yeah um what but, about in and i only and i only know about this game because it was huge and everyone's playing it you even mentioned it to me there might be up my alley um but red dead redemption 2 was that the same scenario oh yeah that's silly yeah like there, there's okay well there's a whole bunch of uh, i think i think rpgs and stuff like that end up being um a better example of how to, you know, there, there are things I'm sure you can buy. I've never played Red Dead Redemption 2. I don't have right. a PlayStation. I only have a PC and we'll probably be waiting years for it to be ported over to the PC. But you know what? I'll definitely be waiting. Uh, but yeah, I, you know, there's, there probably are microtransactions in there, but they also just for me watching it on Twitch and watching YouTube videos of it. It's an art, like it's a masterpiece of a game, you know? So that, that is a great example. Yeah, I heard that there were um uh there was a podcast I listened to uh where one of the gentlemen on Jerry. Yeah, the Jerry, <laughs> one of the guys, uh the guest on there had uh was one of the audio engineers um oh, dang. recording the dialogue for that game. And I heard that there were over five hundred thousand <laughs> dialogue stories recorded yeah. in that game. And a lot of them aren't part of the main storyline, but it's like all these side quests and like yeah. Every single character I heard um, has different, like, unique lines of dialogue and stuff. That's and it's just super, super impressive. Speaking yeah. of art, that's another, you know, that's another, that, was, that game was art from what I heard. I mean, there's yeah. a lot of crazy, crazy stuff. Absolutely. But yeah. Um, that's super and, interesting. And for those of you who don't know, Donnie is also an audio engineer. I am. <laughs> uh, kind that's, of. That's a, is that a non sequitur? Is that what that means? Is that what that phrase means? I don't know. Uh, I've literally never <laughs> heard that word in my life. Cool. Probably used it wrong. Um, it's funny. You mentioned, uh, Red Dead having a billion and a half dialogue options. <laughs> I don't know if, I don't know if you played Skyrim. Um, and I, I didn't play Skyrim until this uh, past year, which, uh, don't crucify me. Um, well, I guess you, I mean, if you're going to crucify me, you definitely have to crucify Tony. Sorry, Tony. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there's like three dialogue lines in, in all of Skyrim and they're all the same guy. Uh, and yeah, it's, it's hilarious how much not time they put into doing dialogue in that game well you know um, what's funny um 
even with so one of the classes speaking of audio engineering one of the classes um for audio engineering school was um video game sound video game audio and one of the programs and man i wish i could remember what it was called one of the programs we used um there's this open code game somewhere online and again i forget what that is um but you can go in and it, there's no audio whatsoever so you have oh, to wow. put in the oh, footsteps okay. you have to put in the breathing the 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 explosions the punch sounds everything uh in this this sound engine you can put in like one footstep and then say i wanted that one footstep to make 27 different sounds so it will change the pitch and change the rhythm and the timing oh wow so that, that one footstep sounds different every single time they do it so yeah. There's a lot of little tricks and stuff like that. If a horse is galloping, they probably yeah. hit coconut shells together one time <laughs> and then just had it change yeah. um, a, a bunch of times. It's pretty cool. The, the, the audio aspect that goes into video games is unreal, yeah. especially now when these games are getting huge. Absolutely. You know? And I think that's, that's a huge thing that uh, is easily overlooked. Even, I mean, I don't know, even going into movies, like um, people don't really, you know, take into account the one, the amount of times that, the 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 noise the voice that you're hearing come out of the actor's mouth was not recorded when the film was recorded you know what i mean i'm so glad you said that there's so, so many people that don't realize it yeah so like um, they're they're in a studio recording their lines watching themselves do it uh for that not and then i mean you get in a foley but i think i don't know there was a weird thing like 10 years ago maybe even longer where like there was a whole bunch of like foley documentaries like all over like discovery or whatever so I, yeah. I think people are a little familiar with that um maybe not familiar I'm, I'm, that i'm super impressed that you used the correct term <laughs> not that you wouldn't have known otherwise <laughs> fully um, but it's really cool yeah um and that like you know the people that know that uh, that's going on but it's it's still going on like that's still there's still a guy in a room with like a bucket of rocks in like a, a shoe oh, yes. trying to like do stuff um it, that's it, that's in movies in video games that's happening you know you yeah, you no. have to you you still have to be doing that not only is there a team like you know painting every blade of grass that you're walking by but there's you know there's a guy that uh, is figuring out how to record the wind going through that blade of grass which yeah, is such a crazy, crazy crazy thing and then and then they put the game out and then we go that's bleh. this game isn't good this yeah doesn't do what i want stupid <laughs> yeah, one out of more. one out of ten uh, when I was in school, we had to, uh, um, uh, in the chat, uh, Pancake Breath asked if it was Adobe Audition that we used. Uh, it wasn't. Um, Adobe Audition is a, a like a, a workspace. Um, uh, but whatever we used was this, it was designed for video game sound specifically. Um, but one of the things we did um, in the game was, uh, or in, the, in, in, in school, we had to, so you're talking about people that, you know, didn't, didn't talk or didn't, the lines you're hearing were, recorded in a studio it's called um diddy uh diddy kong racing it's called diddy kong racing that makes no sense audio dialogue replacement adr yeah. which i'm sure you you've heard of before um but they took a scene from pirates of the caribbean stripped it of all audio caribbean we had we had Car caribbean <laughs> i'm just pirates, <laughs> of the, pirates of the caramel caramel which one is it <laughs> wow remember that old shack commercial I swear to all that. I <laughs> oh believe my God. That's just what went into my head, which is why I referenced that. That's crazy. We're old people. That's really funny. That, co that, that commercial is like 19,000 years old. No one even knows who Shaq is anymore. 
No. Oh, the guy from the Gold Bond commercials that that's um, <laughs> that guy. Wow. Oh, His man. career has gone places. But I mean, I'll give him, you know, uh, he's still working hard and making that money. There's a lot of people yeah, from well, that era that aren't making money. So good yeah, for he, uh, good for him. <laughs> he, last time I saw him, he was an extra in uh, uh, what's that? I mean, it's an Adam Sandler movie. He was a police officer, I think. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw him in dabbing in a uh, Carnival Cruise commercial. So there you go. I thought you meant on a cruise. You were on a cruise. <laughs> yeah, I was on a cruise and he was just dabbing. dabbing. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Uh, not a big that deal. Not a big deal. Me. I would have believed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Man. But yeah, um, parts of the Caribbean, we had to replace all the audio, all the dialogue, which is super, super difficult to do. Uh, none of us were talented enough to actually make it happen. <laughs> Um, but then the hard part was like we had to. It was the the scene took place. Uh, but you have to record the lines. Someone had to get yeah, in the booth and record them. Absolutely, uh, <laughs> which was super super hard to do. Then I wanna the, I wanna hear this. I wanna hear you doing uh, Jack Sparrow. There, I didn't do him. I actually played the part of uh, goat in background. <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, that's pretty accurate to uh, IRL. Uh, in real yeah. life, <laughs> it is. I actually have a whole drive in my closet that has a bunch of old um, sessions from what we did. But the hard part was we had to, uh, and, and it's crazy to think about video games because, like in a, you know, in a, in a movie, somebody might you know have have to be able to record the ocean and then place that sound wherever they need it. Um, but you know, video games they have to every single thing has to be created from something it's not captured in a scene they recorded or something you know what i mean yeah like there's teams of people working on every single detail it's it's interesting it really is a work of art a labor of love you know absolutely man yeah. um it's it's um yeah it it's insane uh we with that <laughs> this is what i wanted to get to like you know 30 minutes ago but i love i don't know i love how that just happened and you know uh, that's how podcasts work i guess um, this is just my second one, so whatever. Um, I don't know to that, to the whole video game news thing. I don't know if, if you had heard, but um, the, the president of Nintendo uh, America is actually retiring in April, which I, I honestly don't know the, the, um, you know, the importance of that. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Like, I, I know that he was well-liked in the community. Um, For sure. But besides, you know, uh, the Wii U era, but I don't think anyone <laughs> liked um, <laughs> his body was ready. Uh, <laughs> I don't think anyone liked uh, Reggie or, or anyone in the uh, Wii U era, but uh, that's a whole nother thing. But I don't understand, like, I mean, to get into it, uh, this, has, this isn't what I want to bring up, but like, I don't understand the importance of besides running. Just get to the point, Alan. Just get to the point. Okay, so he <laughs> was dancing around what you're trying to say. He was the president of a company of the American branch of a company that's based in Japan. What was like? Was he just a like you know a figurehead? Like how much? How much did he actually do? Like people were upset with him again um, in the Wii U era and how that whole thing was handled. I don't know. TLDR for for Wii U basically. A whole bunch of people were upset because, well, one, don't name your console Wii U because that's super confusing because that sounds like it's, you know, an attachment for your Wii, which it's right. not. So no one's going to buy it because like, oh, I already have a Wii. I don't need. Didn't know that until you just said it. 
Really? You didn't realize it was a completely different thing? Yeah, see, that's nope. what I'm saying. Uh, like, it, it's it's hard to, you know, it n- the naming scheme of it doesn't make sense. And that's it, that's one example that kind of kind of comes up. But, like, did... Did he well, name it? No, that's my point. But, like, people were upset with Reggie and, like, how much... He could have been at a meeting with, you know, Nintendo Japan and been like, hey, uh, guys, it doesn't really, you know, make sense to call it a Wii U because it, it's another thing. Let's name it something else. Just like Nintendo Switch is, you know, named Nintendo Switch and not Nintendo Wii the third or whatever. But like Japan could have just been like, well, hey, Reggie, shut up. Go back to the States and just deal with it. And then Reggie has to be like, this is what we're doing. And, hey, America, and, here's and, my not idea. <laughs> yeah. And take the brunt of, of all the negativity. So I... On a, you know, I don't, I don't know how that kind of works. If it's just ends up being a uh, PR kind of job more than anything else. I know he has to run, you know, the, the, the Nintendo America is a huge company in itself. Yeah, what are they doing here? Is it just, is it just like distribution here or like they creating I, content here? I think it's a lot of distribution and it's probably, I couldn't even, I couldn't even get into the intricacies of what, what they probably would entails with uh, doing that, but there's no way. Like it's a different culture completely. Like just getting to like the base part of it. Like they right. wouldn't be able to market to us with just Nintendo Japan. Like it just For wouldn't sure. work. You know what I mean? And I'm yeah, sure, so- I'm sure we have an Apple Japan. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. Like I'm sure, I'm sure the, the opposite exists. I just don't understand it, which is obvious. But I, I think as a figurehead and as someone that I mean, he was in that position um, for like 15, 13 years, something crazy. He was with right. Nintendo, I think, since 03 uh, in, in one, one aspect or another, which is it's crazy for someone to be that high up at a company for that long. That's kind mm-hmm. of unheard of. Like a lot, yeah. of, a lot of presidents and uh, whatever, like there's a, there's a pretty big turnover rate, especially, again, to go to it, like Wii U was a pretty dark time for Nintendo. Um, so, so for him to you know, survive that, I think okay. that speaks volumes for probably what he was doing for the company. Yeah, absolutely. And I also, I wonder if it had anything to do with real head of the company. Well, like maybe to, he wasn't under his fire as much as like, yeah. You know. Well, t- to that point, I think um, the Nintendo Japan uh, guy was uh, equally as not, um, you know, uh, words um, liked <laughs> re- responsible for that decision. But that, that just has to do with like, like I said before, Nintendo's a little prideful. It was very like, no, we named it right. We named it right. <laughs> right. It's well, not selling, I, but no, we we didn't make a mistake here. I can so imagine it, it, it is kind of weird that Nintendo America's more than just marketing and and distribution. I bet there's yeah. some sort of creation team, and I bet you know the 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 A and B are talking to one another, and there's a lot yeah. of information that goes back and forth. So in order for him to be that well loved, he been doing Hey, make sure everyone knows about the Wii U. You yeah. Know? No, absolutely. I um, I just wanted I you know I, I want to I wanted to bring up Reggie leaving. It happened this week. It's a huge thing. But I also just wanted to uh you know kind of preface that I I don't know uh, other than I liked uh, seeing you know I like seeing him around. He was always good at um their speaking engagements, whether it be like at E three or um the Nintendo Directs or whatever. Like he always he's got to be. He's got to be, I apologize. I didn't mean to interrupt. No, you're good. Um, But he's got to be 
What's his name, man? Who's who's the Apple guy? Uh, Steve Jobs or Tim Cook? He's got to be the Steve Jobs, right? Like Steve Jobs wasn't in there, like like really creating stuff, right? He played. He wasn't the orchestra. He played, like he he was a yeah. conductor. Right? Yeah. I mean, maybe. maybe that's not a great example, just because you know Steve Jobs made Apple. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and and Reggie didn't make Nintendo, but I get your point. I get your point. Speaking he's, I mean, he's the Tim Cook, I guess. Right. Um. So, did you? I only read a headline, and I kept scrolling. And I'm glad you brought this up. Do you know who replaced Reggie? Yeah, that's that's what I was getting into. That that was really my main point. <laughs> I don't. Is this a, is this a good thing or a bad thing? That the dude replacing Reggie is Doug Bowser. <laughs> dude, that guy was born to be Nintendo America. And I think this is a real life situation where he's going to bring them down. Yeah, <laughs> it's over. It's over, guys. Yeah, uh, Bowser won. Like, yeah. there's no princess. Like, it's going down. <laughs> it's funny because Reggie in his uh, going away video, it's like a two minute video. It's on YouTube. If you look uh Reggie retiring or something, you'll be able to find it. Uh, and it's a great video, but he mentions that uh, that who is taking his place, and it's he's like, oh, it isn't it's no more fitting than Doug Bowser, and it's like, no, that's not <laughs> no. Have you not played any of the games? Right. Um, okay, but yeah, they um, you know Reggie's leaving the company, and then they're bringing in an evil villain to run it now. So I don't know, I don't I don't know what the uh, the future of um, Nintendo is, but what I will say is what it had me thinking a lot of um, is, you know, he, the, he's been there for, for 15 years. He's been there since like uh, GameCube, which was a huge thing for a lot of people. Um, and that's kind of what they grew up on. Unfortunately, I wasn't a part of that, uh, yeah, that, me either. that generation because I, I had an Xbox. Um, pers- like when, <laughs> when, when that happened, like, but I, I'm curious, Donnie, what, um, what was like a game or, or game system that, you like really grew up on what was when you think back like from eight to 13 what what really stands out to you if anything i know you were i know an outside kid too but unequivocally super nintendo yeah down um playing um all the super mario series like yoshi i think it's super mario super mario world is super mario world uh the super mario brothers were huge i loved it uh Mega Man was Mega Man. so fun, and the game is so hard. Yeah, uh, Contra was was awesome. Um, like, yeah, man, uh, that that was that game like brought me into the whole video game world. Yeah, um, we had um, uh, the Ronald McDonald video game, dude. Super I had um, that. I didn't have it on Nintendo, but I think that was a. It maybe it was a different game. But I, I 100% remember playing a McDonald's video game and loving maybe, it. Maybe that one wasn't Super Nintendo um, because I was also really, really, really into the Sega Genesis. Oh, uh, you had both? Oh, well, see, here's the thing. I had an older brother yeah. who's nine years older than me and had a mm. job. So he would buy video game consoles. And then when he would leave, for gosh, work, that's so that great. Yeah, man, yeah I, awesome. uh, we, I was I, I would Sonic get. Um, Son- yeah, Sonic was so good. Uh, uh, okay. So, so to go into that, um, like for me, every generation, I got like a different console from a different, like, like I started with, with, um, 
Super not Super Nintendo. Uh, the Nintendo Entertainment System it was my first console ever. Because again, I'm an old person, uh, and and that's just that's just how it is. And I the the first game I can remember playing is the first um, Metroid, which oh man, they uh, like I can remember it vividly. Me playing it on this giant screen TV uh, in our game room, and it's funny because it's actually out on the Switch now. Uh, in their like, um, mm-hmm. what what's it? They're like digital marketplace. You can play a lot of uh, NES games, which um, is is pretty awesome. I love love to it. They add some every every month. Uh, but I tried to play Metroid now, and you had mentioned um, how hard those games were. Weren't games just so much harder? Oh man, like, it was crazy. There was not uh, an I- easy mode. There's no like. They're not holding your hand. Like I went on a um. I don't know what what Metroid it was, but I went on a a trip a couple months ago, uh, and on the trip we were in a van and we had the super the super Super Nintendo or whatever it's called, where it's got yeah. like forty games in one console. Oh, like and the uh, the mini one that was just released, or yes, yes, yes I want that. Uh, uh, I need it, dude. That that I would give up my Xbox and yeah. like every game I've ever played to just play that all the time. Yeah, uh, amazing. Uh, Metroid was crazy hard. There were also some games on there I heard of um, that I couldn't play for more than fifteen minutes. But I literally couldn't get past like level one. Yeah, it's it's not only were they hard, or I mean, maybe they're not even hard, but they're not like intuitive. So yeah, you're so used to you know modern games and the the uh, the way modern games work that you play these old games, which maybe at the time like a kid could play easy, but the mechanics just don't make sense for what I we're know. used to. Um, yep. cause I, I did that with, um, the first, uh, legend of Zelda is on the, um, the switch marketplace and I was trying to play that. I know I've played that game before and I, I, I don't know if I've beaten it because I, w- I would have been pretty young, but, um, now I, I look at it and I try to play it and I, I can't figure it out, but I ended <laughs> up watching a YouTube video about it. And it's like, how was I supposed to know that that was that like how without the internet and without all that stuff, how are you? Actually, I just remembered how you're supposed to know. This was a crazy thing that used to exist, Donnie. I don't know if you remember this, but you got those games in like their, the manual they came with. There was like, it, it was a little guide. Yeah. I literally, no, like I literally just remembered like you, you open up your, you know, your Sega game or whatever. You pull out the little mm-hmm. booklet and it's like, it's a little walkthrough. That doesn't exist mm. anymore. I forgot all about that. It does not. That just clicked just now. Wow. There, there used to be, um, it's still there, but uh, there used to be a section in the, the small grocery store, Berkshire Brothers, um, where there were magazines. And there used to be game magazines that had miniature walkthroughs of whatever the popular games were. Oh, no kidding. Yeah. So I went, I begged my dad to take me to the grocery store to sit in the little cafe because I couldn't afford to buy the magazine, yeah. the three seventy five it was, and my dad wouldn't buy it for me. Get your gerb, um, and <laughs> and uh, thanks, Dad. I just won't yeah. play video games. <laughs> uh, and I I wrote down all the steps to beat the Tekken game oh, on PlayStation One. Damn. Yeah, it was hard, man. That game was difficult, and I couldn't yeah. do it. I didn't have the internet to look up. Um, how to do it so i had to go look at the magazine write down the walkthrough steps that's that's such an awesome thing you just said like that's so cool <laughs> world's a different place man yeah I, it, it happens so often hey, because there are hey you, kids I mean, out there 
Imagine <laughs> having to go to a small grocery store in a small town in the early 90s to figure out how to get mm-hmm. a Fortnite skin. I don't know. What's the what's the, <laughs> what's the what's the correlation here? I don't I don't know. That's crazy, man. Dad, take me to the grocery store. I have to learn how to dance. <laughs> Gosh, that yeah, but that's how it was for sure. There was I remember yeah. every video game I would get, I I made sure I got the walkthrough and sometimes I didn't need it, but uh, there would always be something that would like throw me for a loop. And I'm like, I, I guess I just don't beat this game. I guess I'm done with this. <laughs> Do you remember games that you couldn't beat? Um, and maybe oh. you could, I just don't remember. But like one of the things my parents used to do, cause they couldn't at the time. Um, my parents were fantastic. Um, but like we didn't at this time, they weren't buying us video game consoles. But if I got a good report card, uh, they could go to speaking of aging us. Um, they could go to Blockbuster and rent a game console. Do you remember that? Dude, I 100% remember that. Dude, yeah, they, they that was rent. so sick, oh, man. It was the best, yeah. Oh, so we would yes. rent the weekend I, uh, the Nintendo 64 and Rampage. Yeah. Remember that game? Dude, Rampage. I would. Do I remember that game? Did, did you see the movie with Dwayne The Rock Johnson? I have it recorded on my DVR, no I, joke. And I, again, I was lis- I was just listening to a podcast, and I heard that's one of the best video game adaptations of movies. Like seriously, ever. well, mainly because no video game movie is good, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so it's not like uh, you know, it's not that Even hard. The best is still. But apparently it, 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 <laughs> apparently it's pretty good just because it's like the rock and it's fun and they know what they're doing. You know, right. they're not trying to be too serious. Uh, so I definitely I do want to see that. But yeah, Rampage was so good. I don't um, think you could beat that game. I think it's, it's a difficulty level just got increasingly higher. I yeah. Think you beat no, with like an arcade game like that, I, I, do, I definitely don't. And I, I owned it, so I don't remember ever beating that game. <laughs> yeah, my parents bought me a game. <laughs> my parents loved me. <laughs> you had two consoles. Shut up. No, um, I, we, over time, we had a lot. Um, yeah, at one point, my parents bought me a Game Boy Color oh, so that God. my mom could play Pac-Man. Dude. Like, that's that's the best like situation to happen. I'm going to show okay. something on stream real quick. So mm-hmm. uh, everyone listening to this is missing out. But look what I have in this drawer. <laughs> Pulls out Cobra. No, I don't know. Oh um, man! Wow, it's not. It's not here. It's not here. No, it is. There it is. Game Boy Color in its wow. glory. Look at. Can you? Let's get some light on that. Let's get the, oh my God. That had there. to have been the classic color, right? Oh yeah, this is the original. This is the original purple, yeah. first one. Uh, it doesn't have a battery back because you lost that in the first week, uh, 100%. <laughs> but uh, it still works. And um, I don't know, it's so, it's, it's so awesome to have. I, I'll pop in a game every now and then and just kind of mess around with it. Uh, Zelda Oracle of Ages is one I play a lot. Or, you know, any of the Pokemon. But yeah, Game Boy, I feel like, was really the console of my youth just because of of the um yeah obviously it was cheaper than an actual console but Mm -hmm. i just remember going on a lot like road trips or being places i didn't want to be and just being able to take a game boy and there's always been an escape from reality man just game boy ours do you Um, remember i used to go to walmart man (gasps) i'm are you about to say the thing i think you're gonna say because I used to do this at at um, Sears or Macy's. Please say what I think you're going to say. 
Oh man, now now there's a lot of pressure. I don't know if I'm going to say what it is. There used to be, I don't remember what it was called, but there was a cartridge that went on your Game Boy that had a camera and a printer on it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like um, game, it was like Game Boy camera. I think is literally yeah, what it was called. Yeah, I wish I wish I knew what the theme song to that was because that was theme that song. Was like my, there was a theme song for it in the advertisement on TV. Maybe that should you be our go, theme song because we don't have one go, for the pod. And there's no way there's licensing on it anymore. Bowser, Bowser's letting it all go for free. <laughs> he, doesn't, he doesn't care. Have it all. It doesn't matter. Gosh. Yeah, um, and I used, I used to go take photos of things and then print them out from that. And those still exist somewhere in my yeah. parents' house. Okay, yeah, that 100% was not what I was talking about. What were you going to say? Do you, do you remember the day? Gosh, okay. This is the last. This Maybe it's not. It's going to happen. We're old men. It's fine. Whatever. Just deal with it. Um, when you would go to a department store in the mall, and they would have a, like, in the kid section, like, kid clothing section, they would have a console that you could play with not a demo game, but it was the full game. Do you remember that? You don't never, remember this. No, Gosh, never it's, they, they, they had N64 um, for sure. They would have a Sega. But the one I remember, like, so vividly is Sega Dreamcast, whatever the first Sonic game wow. uh, that came out. And um, I like we would go to the mall and I would I would sprint to Macy's and just mom, I'll be at Macy's. Go buy your (laughs) jeans. (laughs) And like I would literally be on and a kid would come up and I'd be like, I'd just look at him like, no, this is my time. Go away. Back off. No. And then, you know, I I think I missed out on that because when I used to go to the mall. I was, uh, I wasn't a trusted child, so <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. Um, but yeah, man, I don't, I don't know. It, it's crazy to think, um, back on like what, what got me to kind of where, where I am now in kind of the full circle that, uh, cause if, if really I think about it and what, you know, shaped me as a gamer or whatever that means, mm-hmm. uh, man, and tangent i love how it, it's always been a thing i mean there's always been video game culture and there's always been that kind of kind of thing but i love how i don't know i feel like it's been it, it's taking more seriously now or like more people are like i don't know like at one point it was like oh you play video games lazy get a job right but now it's like it's accepted as a form of entertainment and it's it, like even to go yeah. far as you know we'll, we'll probably talk more about this at one point but like even the uh the website twitch for instance, like for for many years and still now, because it's not it's not like it's not well known as like YouTube, for instance. Right. Um, and, and when people people you kind of tell people what uh, Twitch is or like, wait, you're just watching people play video games. <laughs> but like that's even starting to change is, is, is my point. And uh, that's just that's just really awesome. But my point yeah, is, man, um, I, I don't mean to throw the word culture around in every podcast, but it's there's a video game culture and it is exploded in our lifetime you know what i mean yeah of course in our lifetime um not in our parents <laughs> lifetime <laughs> um but it, yeah it's, it's turned into this huge thing to where it's like people live for it and you know what's crazy is there's people that look at it and they're like oh that's really weird but like hey frank you watch football every weekend and you scream at the tv like video yeah. games aren't uh, that weird frank how much do you actually play football right exactly who's, who's frank castle oh oh full circle yeah, going back to Punisher. Anyways, yeah, with the last fight scene when they're like, no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> We're not going into that. Um, 
But yeah, I, if, if I really think about it, and it, it took a little bit because I, I don't know, I begin to go back to Twitch. Like I follow a lot of these people uh, and I've become friends with a lot of these people that games have seemed to like have been intertwined within their lives always. And like they seem like that they are the person they are because they played X, Y, or Z game. And they, they, that was a huge um, part of their lives. And I always think that like, oh, that wasn't me, but I'm like, I'm, I'm super into games now uh, as a 30-year-old. Um, <laughs> but w- when I actually think about it, like freaking Nintendo and Zelda, going back to this is why I brought up Reggie in the first place, like mm-hmm. Nintendo and Zelda, like Pokemon, like all those games were hugely impactful on my life. Like, right. Uh, and I mean, that's why now if, you know, anyone that has been in a stream, that's why, like, I'm, all I'm doing is playing Zelda because that's, you know, that's what so I why, love. Why are they impactful for you? Like, what is it that did that for you? Is it like an escape or was it like a creative outlet, like a problem solving thing? Like really made it impactful for you? I mean, it's, it's their early examples of, of, and I mean, I'm sure there was other examples. These were just the ones I found, but like you can be anything and do anything in these games, you know, and it, 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 they definitely felt, you know, not that I needed anything to like a reason to escape or whatever, but it was definitely like, it was escapism, you know? And, and like, you know, you say you didn't need a reason to escape. I mean, I don't think you have to have a bad or damaged life to need a reason to step away from reality momentarily. You know what I mean? There's everybody has their outlet. There's people that come home that are musicians and, um, people that like to cook and, 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 and people that like to build things or even cleaning house, like coming home for me and cleaning house is kind of an escape for me. It's not that I have a bad life, but it's able to do something and playing video games is a lot more constructive than, what's, you know, a lot oh, of other yeah, things. Absolutely. Step away from reality for a moment, you know? And that's probably a, another part of it is it in one way or the other, it, it was a productive, whether I knew it at the time, it was a productive way to spend my time. Um, because, I mean, even now they're learning that kids that play Minecraft are actually more intelligent than kids that don't. Like, and they're, it's a part of some, I think it's in Sweden. Like, it's a part of the curriculum. Is that the word? Your wife's a teacher. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Is that? <laughs> yes. That's a, that's a word. That's a word. <laughs> is that the right word? I don't know. Yeah, um, like, yeah, it, it's. I don't, there's, it uses parts of the brain that whatever, not, and then to get to the point of like the storytelling and everything like that, it was, it was such a big thing. And I mean, maybe it was like, maybe the original Pokemon was the Fortnite of its time. There was a little bit of a social aspect there. You know what I mean? And, See, that's kind of what I was going to get at. You know, there's, there's video games used to be looked at with this stigma of like, they're bad for you. Your kid's going to just sit inside. And not oh, well, Pokemon was Satan. So I don't know if you remember that, but uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was it was the worst. Everything is awful. But yeah. really, now you know there's there's not it's not just hand eye coordination and problem solving skills. You know, whenever I found out that my wife and I were going to have a baby, I was like, okay, what are all the you things have a baby? that I wish I, I do? Oh. He's right here on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> he's, not in, he's not in here. Oh, he's asleep, um, fast asleep, um, with a full stomach and healthy, and everything's <laughs> good. Uh, but uh, yeah, that we. I was like, what are all these things that I think, you know, are, are bad? And I looked up like screen time and you know, video games and, and violence and all that stuff. And really, you know, hand-eye coordination and and problem-solving skills. And now with the internet, like, there's this huge, huge, huge social aspect of it. And it's not just 
teaching people to socialize, but it's also like giving you the opportunity to to find a common interest with someone which you wouldn't have found otherwise. You know, absolutely. It, yeah, it's, 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 it's definitely it's breaking really, down walls. Um, yeah, there's. Uh, and I've mentioned this to you before watching your stream. Um, I didn't know much about Twitch before I started to watch you, but the fact that that it's one of the places, and and maybe there's there's bad parts of Twitch, but it's one of the few places on the internet. Oh, there are. <laughs> Where people seem to be more proactive instead of reactive, like in building relationships and like, you know, I'll, I'll come in and like everyone says hello and like I don't people, but they they make you feel like part of the community, which is really, really awesome. And not a lot of places, you know, without you, you can't do that everywhere. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's a positive experience. If you're using it as a social tool, then it's a positive thing and it can be a positive thing. And people, I think especially, you know, the generation older than us tend to overlook that, you know, and it's a good thing. It's a good thing for some people. Well, and it's, I don't know, it, maybe this isn't the right direction to go at all, but it's also easy to like, oh, well, they're diving into this, you know, un, not real world, this virtual world and not questioning, well, what made them do that? Right. <laughs> you know what right. I mean? Like what yeah. drove them to dive into this virtual world? But I, I don't know. I think we, we, we saw um, the uh uh words are escaping me the possibilities and like what what's go actually going on with um i don't know the, the social aspects of the internet i think we saw the gosh i can't think of words so we're gonna move on <laughs> it doesn't, um, the, the, the social aspects of the internet don't all have to be a fight with your cousin on facebook there's, yeah. a, there's a way for people with a real passion in a community to connect with one another and and to have a good time there's so much of life that is not having a good time like if i can do something that's <laughs> oh, fun with man. another person that's having a good, i don't know it's, it's 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 cool man it's it's awesome to do like i i love coming home and sitting down and playing overwatch yeah. like and finding a good team with like constructive people on it and like, being super is, toxic to 11 year olds it's great <laughs> dude play it playing uh, um, those custom modes, man, it's, it gets a little silly. It gets a little silly in Overwatch. Silly, Let me just tell you that. It's a terrible thing, but it's so fun to boop little kids off the edges of maps. <laughs> and, you, you know, and we laugh about it. Ah, phrasing. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> uh, there's a character that does a thing. Play Overwatch. You'll know. Uh, yeah. Overwatch actually just released, um, they released a new map pretty recently, but they just released a new character today and I don't give a oh. shit. <laughs> I have no, like, I have no idea. I no, was expecting you to say that I miss, I miss caring about that game. Like I, I have given hundreds and hundreds of hours on multiple accounts to that game. I spent time bettering myself and like, you know, getting better. And I just, they release stuff now and I'm like, well, whatever. So yeah, yeah. I have, map, if you're if you're wondering, I think it's is it Paris? Paris? Yeah, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, it's a lot oh. of fun. Yeah, I watch I watch some people stream it. That's the only time I play it. I have a buddy that streams, and uh, he'll do can, mm -hmm. excuse me, he'll do community games every now and then. And I'll gotcha. jump in on those. Like just to, well, that's fun. Yeah, and it is fun because it's it's it, you know it's whatever. But it's like uh, playing a game of football with your buddies. Like I'm yeah. not going to go to the park and play a pickup game with Frank down the street. Who's <laughs> Frank will beat me up. What yeah. do you think? What is on Frank's grocery list? Is that a segment? Can we talk about that? Well, the dude's ripped. <laughs> so 
only <laughs> lean meats, greens, and some kind of protein powder. That's all. Where, where, where's his money coming? This is a whole nother podcast we're going to make. That's, that's it. Um, I think I know. I we're going to make know. a whole podcast dedica- dedicated dedicated to <laughs> Frank, Ca- <laughs> to Frank Castle, and it's going to be great. Also, we're going to make a podcast. No, we'll get into it. I'm not going to spoil too much here. It's going to be called The Everyday Life of Frank Castle. <laughs> It'll be great. Oh, whatever happened to... Oh, my God. Okay, so this is how... Full circle again. I just realized how upset I am that um, Micro didn't make a make an apparent appearance in season two. I was upset, too. I thought he would. But, man, he's back with his family. He's happy, safe, everything. Yeah, good. whatever. Um, the well-being of the character. It's important. Yeah, I guess. I guess we have to w- worry about that. Um, okay, so... Here's here's some stuff. This is episode two of the Out of Phase podcast. We, you know, we're still we're still learning. We're still getting the kinks worked out. I got a question for you, Donnie. Yeah. How do we end this? Because I could go on for eighteen more hours. That's a <laughs> but, fantastic question. But I, I, um, you know, I don't know the appropriate way to wrap these up right now. I don't know if we should just hey, thanks for hanging out, or if there should be, you know, what do you think, man? Um, I think and also maybe, should I have even, you know, is this re- pulling the curtain back too much? I no, don't think but, so. Um, we'll let people see how the sausage is made. Don't talk about sausage. Don't <laughs> talk about sausage. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't know, man. That's a good question because all, you know, what's funny. Every single, every single thing we've talked about, like I have, I'm passionate about, and I could, I could do, I could talk about this all night long. Oh, 100%. I could have yeah, taken so. everything and made it a whole whole other podcast for sure um yeah. okay well i mean maybe we'll just uh you know just end it um this has been episode two of the out of phase podcast uh you can follow the podcast at out of phase pod on twitter uh you can check me out at twitch.tv slash seven miles um and donnie do you have you know anywhere you would like people to find you on the internet yeah uh, i exist currently and only on white underscore whale underscore media on instagram yeah there we go also for anyone listening to this and not watching it we don't record this together so there may be you know some audio hiccups and stuff like that that exist but that's just how it is this is real life we're living it right now (laughs) um but yeah man i i don't know how do you feel you feel good? Feel Is that good. episode two in the bag? Uh, I, I'm just saying I'm already excited for episode three. I uh, wanted to thank anybody who's listening. And um, and yeah. Absolutely. Uh, and we will shortly be found everywhere you can find podcasts. Right now we're on Anchor. We're on Google Podcasts. We're on Spotify. Every one of them is coming up. And like I said, you can find us on Twitter at Out of Face Pod. Hey, and we'll see you next week for episode three. Have a great week. We're going to find a a sign-off to say every week. That'll sound really good. But for now, peace. Later, guys.